Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Oh, hey there, bright lights. Angela here, and let's talk about my book. Did you know I was writing a second book? Well, I am. Based on some of the recent issues I've been encountering with coaching clients, things I'm seeing with the staff I work with, things I'm seeing this year as ACAJ president with some of our certificates, things I'm seeing in architecture groups that I'm a part of and through the AIA have all pointed me in the direction of time management, which believe me, this is like the last thing I would have ever thought I would be writing a book about because if you know me, you know I hate regiments and routines. I do not like to feel in any way locked into anything. I like to just sort of flow through my day. Many of my recent vacations have been planned as we go with even the original departures to hotels often made, you know, a few days before leaving. We are actually heading out on vacation this coming Saturday. And aside from booking the hotel, I have zero plans. I don't know what we're going to do once we get there. We'll figure it out. So why? Why would I write a book on time management, right? I mean, I got to be crazy. Who would read it? Why would you want to know this? Well, interestingly enough, I way too often hear people say, I'm too busy. And the last podcast was specifically about that, that state of being too busy and what we're really doing to ourselves. But I've also had a lot of people say to me, you know, you have a lot on your plate. How do you do it? You must never sleep. And I actually think, well, I have chronic fatigue syndrome and I can't really ever get away with burning the candle on both ends for very long. So I actually sleep kind of a lot. Sleeping is a hobby of mine. So, you know, it's not that I work extra hours, what am I doing? And so I decided to be very introspective about how I spend my day. Because yeah, I work full time. I practice in healthcare design and I also do a lot of research into the user experience. So I have to be at the top of my game with the latest trends going on. So I have to be reasonably competent about them all, although there are some areas I deeply specialize in, like emergency rooms and oncology. I'm also really professionally active. I'm on the board of our local AIA chapter. I've, I've been secretary and now treasurer of our chapter. 
I'm currently president of the American College of Healthcare Architects, been on the board of that organization a long time. I'm heading up several initiatives with both groups, which means forming task forces and working on project-specific endeavors, um, like our Future of Healthcare Task Force report, which I'm really excited about. We got some great minds together, and that is going to be coming out from ACHA in August, so stay tuned for that one. I'm really excited. I also volunteer for my kids. I am the treasurer of my son's Boy Scout troop, and I have this little side community you might have heard of called Architecting, which consists of a podcast that I record and edit myself twice a week, social media presence on just about every platform except for TikTok, also doing two rooms a week on Clubhouse. Architect says healers, buildings as medicine is Monday mornings, and my partner and I usually have a guest on, and we talk about issues of how the built environment affects well-being. And then on Sunday afternoons, I do live virtual office hours and we call it critical conversations and you're welcome to hop on and ask me questions and get laser coaching plus i wrote a book (laughs) and i am planning a digital course that will hopefully be launching in about a month maybe a little longer than that that is about how to become a subject matter expert So yeah, I guess when I think about it, I I do a lot, you know. At work, I also am really involved in our marketing efforts and our positioning in our market. I write a lot of articles. So I don't just, by any stretch of the imagination, show up at work, do good, solid work, and leave. I have all these other irons in the fire. So how do I do it if I... I'm not working 24 hours a day. Well, what I realized when I really started looking at how I spend my time and what I do and why I do it, there is this amazing convergence with all of these things that might seem very different from one another. That is my why, which is, of course, the whole purpose of architecting, that design makes a difference that we need to be advocates for a better built environment. That is literally behind everything I do. And that passion does give me energy, does give me the motivation to want to keep working at at any angle I can find. So that's why I do so many different things. But how I do so many different things is partly that I just say yes, and I figure it out as I go. I never take myself out of the game by saying, I don't know if I'm going to have time for that. If I see an opportunity and that is aligned with my why, I say, let's get moving on it. And often I do more than was expected because I hate being involved in something, and showing up at do-nothing meetings. So if I'm going to give you my time, we are going to be taking some action and getting some stuff done. I'm not just here to clap myself up. I'm here to show you that you don't have to feel 
stressed out, overwhelmed, and like you can barely manage things. I really looked at my ways of getting more out of the same 24 hours we all have in our day as one, giving up this idea of balance, right? I mean, there is no such thing. You prioritize what matters and then you find a way for the essential other stuff to get done, hopefully by someone else, and the rest of it, you just let go. But also how our brains work. And I have been amateur student of neuroscience for many, many years. It has been a foundational element in a lot of the research I do. But I realized that what I was learning, I was also applying to how my own brain works and how I got my subconscious mind, which is over 90% of our brain function, to start doing more for me instead of just running the same old habit loops over and over. I talk a lot about the body wisdom because as someone who does have compromised health, I simply cannot physically push myself. In fact, exquisite self-care is a big key to how I have the energy I have to keep going. I also talk about anxiety and how worrying shuts us down and especially how worrying leads to self-doubt, which leads to perfectionism and procrastination, which are the two biggest things I see going on when people say they don't have time. They're not working efficiently because these two things are kicking in. They're either iterating, iterating, iterating because they're terrified that they're not good enough, or they've put it in the too hard basket and they don't want to deal with it. Then, of course, there's bandwidth, right? We only have so much capacity, not only in terms of hours, but in terms of our attention span, how burned out we feel. And so what can we do to preserve our bandwidth, to work a little bit differently so that we don't use it all up on things that are not part of our why. Things that are really siphoning away our energy when we should be preserving it to have the impact we want to have in the world. And then the last thing I talk about in the book is the art of receiving. And this one, honestly, for me, is the hardest one. I am really independent and because I specialize in medical planning, I almost never, in all the years I'm working, have a direct report. So I kind of am like the independent consultant who plugs into the team and that suits my personality because I tend to be a lone wolf, but it's not a good thing. Being able to collaborate, being able to delegate is a skill. And I really wanted to highlight both of those things as well as the fact that it's hard to receive when you don't feel worthy. I have dealt with this as a self-esteem issue my whole life, right? This idea that 
I have to give in order to have value. And if I cannot give and produce, who will want me? Of course, that is the biggest misperception that many people have is that we're not good enough exactly how we are, that we somehow need to have this obligation to others in order to be worthy of asking for help ourselves or graciously receiving what other people are willing to give us. So I spent quite a bit of time in this chapter really unpacking that whole idea of receiving and how important it is to being able to free up your time so you can focus on your why. I hope you are excited about this. I really got just so into writing this book. I originally thought it was going to be a quick little ebook, maybe 20 or 30 pages, and it is clocking in at right around 75 pages. And I really got a lot more in depth in these topics than I thought I would once I started writing about them. I give tons of examples because I want you to understand what this is and why we feel like we don't have enough time. There are so many defaults in modern life that we just accept, but that are absolutely time bandits. We have got to, without guilt and without fear, start having the boundaries that we need to live the lives we love. And from that place, to make a profound difference in the lives of other people, to be that inspiration for them as well. I am hoping that the book will be out in the next few days. I'm putting finishing touches on it, and you will be able to purchase it direct from me. We are looking at publishing and maybe also self-publishing on Amazon, like my first book, Career Crisis. But for now, the book is going to be just a direct purchase because I wanted it to be something that was available to you to use right away. I also wanted there to be more of a connection between us. Right now, when people buy my first book, Career Crisis, the only thing I ever know is how many people purchased the book that month. I don't know anything about who they are. I can't reach out to them. I don't know if they're on my mailing list. So they don't really get to be part of the community. Maybe they just went on Amazon and did a subject matter search and chose to buy the book, but I have no way of including them. And I wanted to make sure that it captured into our architecting community people who need this motivation, who need this resource that we give to one another, the encouragement and the support and the self-esteem building. So I have made the decision that it will be, for at least for right now, only available through the website so that people can join the community as part of the experience of buying the book. 
stay tuned. It will be uploaded very soon, and I can't wait to share it with all of you and to hear your thoughts. If you have any questions at all about time management or about any of the techniques in the book, like how do you use your subconscious mind to be a search engine for you? Or how do you, by getting more rest, actually have more time available? It seems counterintuitive. I would love to talk more about any and all of those topics with you. And I would love to hear how this is helping you. So please definitely let me know your questions, your thoughts, your show ideas. This show is here to serve you and to help you be better architects so that the people who you design for can be their best selves in the spaces that you design for them. Thank you all for being part of this community. I can't even begin to express how much I love each and every one of you, how much I value your bright light and what you are bringing to the world. Take care for now. Bye. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.